the government is moving on forestry here. Exotic plantings may no longer qualify for carbon credits under the emissions trading scheme. Now, currently both exotic and natives can be registered. Forest Owners Association President Phil Taylor with us. Morning. Morning, Mike. Is this good or bad? Um, bit of both. Well, what's the good bit? Uh, the good bit is that, you know, we need to make sure that we get these ETS settings correct. And so it's good that the government is reviewing them in that sense. So that's positive. Uh, the negative is really the process, uh, the time frame that's being provided to, to consider this, deliberate on it, consult on it. And it's all being driven by a uh, 1st of January 2023 deadline. Do you think that that's because they don't really want to hear from you? They've already made up their mind? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think that's the case. No, um, there certainly is an element of politics in this. There's no question. And I think some of the justification or the rationale for looking at these changes is not based on science. It's based on pressure that's coming from other parts of um, uh, society. But um, let's have the consultation. Let's have the debate. And hopefully science will rule on the day. Is the pine tree the wrong tree, as Stuart Nash would indicate? No. It's the right pine tree. Is a- Pine is an amazing tree, and it's been the foundation of the forest industry in New Zealand for many decades, in fact, centuries. And so, you know, we need to be very careful that we we just simply discard it uh, because of some uh, some concerns that we don't believe are well founded. So, Stuart talks about pests and fire and all of that. So, that's a, that's a smokescreen. Uh, no, it's not a spike screen. They do exist and they are real concerns. They can be managed, but they also apply to indigenous forests. Exactly. What I can't work out is when he says we want the right tree and the inference is pine's the wrong tree, I just can't see mass forests full of other trees that aren't necessarily pine. I think there's a massive gap here between what you're saying and what he's thinking, isn't it? Well, I think so. And I think, you know, there is a reality out there. You know, in a perfect world, we would look to establish large areas of New Zealand's land and indigenous forests and get all the benefits that, that, um, that arise from them. But we don't live in a perfect world, unfortunately. And one of the real challenges is that we don't have 100 years to establish indigenous forests in New Zealand to get to net carbon zero. Yeah. We've got 28 years. Is this part of the problem? We're too reliant on forests to just plant as much land as we can. It takes away from the productive side of the equation, all of that. Is that part of the problem or not? Yes, it is. And look, and the forest owners are very clear on this. You know, using forests as offsets is not the long-term solution. We need to tackle emissions at gross, you know, gross emissions at source. And this is going to require everybody to do their bit, you know, from the you know, from the people who live in our urban centres right the way through to agriculture and our farmers. You got a view on the foreign money. I know this isn't sort of part of it, but the foreign money people using, you know, buying land here and simply taking away sheep, taking sheep off the land and throwing forests in there for no other reason than carbon offsets and tax benefits. Is there a problem there? Well, it's not happening for a start, for a start uh, Mike. You know, since in the 39 months since the October 2018 there's been 24,000 hectares of New Zealand's 27 million hectares that's been converted to forestry by overseas investors. So it's a non-issue. So it's oversold. Do you think that you and Stuart, your industry and the government, will be able to meet, have a meeting of minds or have we got trouble here? Uh, no, I think there's sufficient goodwill there. And, you know, the, the reality is is that New Zealand has got a real challenge it's facing, you know, with its climate change challenges, you know. And so we've got to work collectively and sensibly together on this. And, you know, we're having, you know, forest owners is having productive discussions with beef and lamb and with a number of environmental groups. And to a large extent, we agree on most things. What we've got to do is we've got to take the politics out of this, have a rational discussion, 
and base our decisions on science. The challenge is we've only got a short period of time to do it. Appreciate it, Phil. Have a good weekend. Phil Taylor, Forest Owners Association President.